Welcome to the Fastball Pod. I'm Jake, and behind the mic is Sam. Hello. Uh, this is a baseball podcast. Um, we're your two hosts. We will have guests from time to time, but this is a baseball podcast or podcast. We'll be going, we'll be having episodes two or three a week, probably. Sometimes maybe only one or more. Um, we talk about scores, uh, current events in the sport, um, all the fun stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll get right into our first episode here, Monday, August 23rd, 2021. I'm going to lead it off real quick with the AL scores from Sunday, August 22nd. To lead it off, the Orioles lost to the Atlanta Braves 3-1. to Jorge Soler homers, Adam Duvall roped a two RBI double for the Braves. Ramon Urias drove in the lone Oriole run on one of his two doubles of the night. Tuki Toussaint got the win. John Means got the loss, and Will Smith got his 28th save of the year. The Tigers beat the Blue Jays as well, 5-3. to The big notable here being that Miguel Cabrera hits his 500th career home run. The Tigers win in 11 innings, and Willie Castro, Jonathan Scope, and Daz Cameron all collect RBIs as well for the Tigers. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. and Alejandro Kirk Alejandro Kirk each had RBIs, but it was not enough to defeat the Tigers. Gregory Soto had the win. Kirby Sneed had the loss, and Joe Jimenez had his first save of the year. The Tampa Bay Rays beat the Chicago White Sox 9-0 in a battle of the top spots in the AL East and Central. Austin Meadows had three hits and had three RBIs. Francisco Mejia also drove in three RBIs um, for the Rays. The White Sox left eight runners on base and got shut out, but still have a large marginal lead in that AL Central. Sean Armstrong got the win. Reynaldo Lopez got the loss, and Josh Fleming got his first save of the year. The Mariners beat the Astros 6-3. Ty France and Kyle Seager each had a homer, and J.P. Crawford brings in an RBI on a double. Jordan Alvarez homers for the Astros, and Taylor Jones and Jake Myers also bring in RBIs, but it's not enough to defeat Seattle. Paul Sewald gets the win, Ryan Stanek gets the loss, and Johan Ramirez gets his first save of the year. The Giants defeat the Athletics 2-1. Donovan Solano homers for the Giants, brings in their two RBIs. Mark Cannon drives in the single A's run on a single, and that's really all the scoring, not a lot of scoring right there for that game. Dominic Leone was the winner, was the winning pitcher, A.J. Puck, was the losing pitcher, and Jake McGee had his 28th save of the year. Um, and lastly, the Angels – or sorry, the Indians beat the Angels 3-0 in the annual Little League Classic. Ahmed Rosario drove in two runs on a home run, and Miles Straw doubled and scored Austin Hedges. The Angels got four hit and walked only four times that game. Cal Quantrill gets the win for the Indians. Jose Suarez gets the loss for the Angels, and Emmanuel Classe gets the close. Now we have Sam with the NL scores. Um, I'm just going to say that the Twins and the Yankees did not play last night only because of the rain. Because of rain um, in, yeah, in New York. Um, and that game was postponed to a later date. I'll, I'll check I believe date. September 13th. September 13th. Yes. All right. Um, so now with NL scores. So the Marlins lost to the Reds 3-1. to Jesus Sanchez strokes an RBI double. Sandy Alcantara gets the loss. Um, Tyler Naquin hit two homers. Like Moustakis hits one homer. Um, Michael Lorenzen earns the save. Um, and Vladimir Gutierrez, I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name. Jake, you may correct me. Gutierrez. But Gutierrez, yeah, sorry, earns the win. Um, the Brewers beat the Nationals 7-3. Colton Wong. Hits a solo home run and drives in three runs. Christian Nelich uh, drives in two. Lorenzo Kane hits a two-run homer. Hunter Strickland earns the win. Josh Hader earns the save, which is the 26th on the save on the season for him. Sean Nolan gets the loss. Um, Carter Keyboom drives in three with a home run. The Cardinals beat the Pirates three to nothing. Um, Paul Goldschmidt strokes a solo homer. Harrison Bader drives one in. Yadier Molina drives one in. Adam Rainwright secures the win. Alex Reyes gets the save, which is the number 28 on the season for him. 
Uh, Pirates get four hits, no walks. Steven Brawl gets the loss. The Royals beat the Cubs 9-1. to Carlos Hernandez gets the win. Andrew Penintendi drives in three. Hunter Dozier drives in four. With Merrifield, Nicky Lopez, Michael Taylor, and Carlos Santana each drive in one run. Matt Duffy singles and drives in one. And Alec Mills gets the loss. Um, the Rockies lose to the Diamondbacks 8-4. Ryan McMahon drives in two. CJ Crone, Connor Joe, well, CJ Crone and Connor Joe drive in one. They both do. Um, and, John, and John Gray gets the loss. Um, on the Diamondbacks, um, Dalton Varsho, homers, hits a triple and drives in a total, a total of four runs. Christian Walker, homers. Josh Rojas, Catal Marte, um, they both walk and they both get home too on their walks. Paven, and Paven Smith drives in one. And then Taylor Widener gets the win. Um, the Phillies beat the Padres seven to four, which is surprising because the Phillies aren't doing so good, especially since their division isn't the greatest. And um, the Padres are doing pretty well. Uh, Kyle Gibson gets the win for the Phillies. Reese Hoskins hits two homers. JT Ramuto hit a homer. Abdul Herrera hits one homer and drove in three runs. Um, Ryan Weathers for the Padres gets a loss. Manny Machado drives one in, and Austin Nola um, doubles to drive in three. The Mets beat the Dodgers. Marcus Stroman gets the win. Jonathan VR, Javi Baez, uh, Jeff McNeil, they all drive in one. J.D. Davis drives in four. He had, he had a homer. Um, Cody Ballinger drives in two, and David Price earns the loss for the Dodgers. And that is all of the scoring recap we have for Sunday. August 22nd, uh, 2021. And we're going to go right back to Miguel Cabrera um, in that historic 500th home run. He is the 28th player in MLB history with 500. Um, some other notables, obviously, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds. Uh, Albert Pujols is nearing that 700 mark as well. I believe he's somewhere around 674, I believe. Um, William Mays, all of those guys. Um Sorry to interrupt, but do we think Miguel Cabrera will hit? Well, how many seasons do you think we have? He has, in my eyes, he has another two to three seasons. He's forty-five hits away from three thousand. He yeah, so old, he'll get that. Yeah, as old as he is, he is only. He's only thirty-eight. Players will play a very long time in the sport. So I could see him going to his 40, 41-year-old season in the league. He's 45 hits away. He'll probably hit that next year. He'll probably get somewhere near 460 this year to finish off that year on a Mm -hmm. Tigers team that Tigers really didn't start out very hot, but they've sort of gained ground, obviously never getting, not going to get close to the wild card, not really going to get close to that lead that the White Sox have in the AL Central. He is also... One of the best Venezuelan players ever, if not the best. Um, some others, um, Ronald Acuna Jr., current center fielder for the Atlanta Braves, torn ACL this year. He's out. Felix Hernandez uh, has thrown a perfect game. Um, one of the best pitchers in modern in the modern era. Very popular. Uh, Jose Altuve, obviously known for the cheating scandal of the Astros. Um, yes. um, so he's one of them. Um, Omar Vizquel, he's another one of them. Long time, I believe, catcher, though I don't know for sure. And Dave Concepcion, another guy that is Venezuelan. And there's a ton more, but those are just to name a few that he really beats out. Um, yeah. So, so um, we're going to move over to um, yeah. prospects here. So um, MLB Python. Do you want to do prospects or do you want to do standings which ones do you want to do? prospects first prospects first all right we'll do prospects all right so mlb pipeline came out with um a new or they didn't as much come out with a new um uh, a new list but um there's a few things to know they added the recent draftees of the 2021 draft to the list um as well as some more news so the 30th overall prospect edward cabrera Gets called up to the majors, the second overall, I believe, um, 
prospect in the Marlins system. Um, Back. So, uh, uh, yeah, the Yankees get Anthony Volpe as their number one prospect. He is in high A right now for the Hudson Valley Renegades. They're high A team. Um, so you probably we probably won't see much action. I think the projected time from MLB Pipeline said he's going to be called up to the majors in 2023. And that sounds um, about that, right for a guy in high A. Yeah, that sounds yeah right. exactly. Um, he could also move up pretty fast if he's doing pretty well. Um, the 2021 draftees um, find out their prospect rankings. Uh, Marcel Mayer is the highest up. He was drafted four in the 2021 um, draft. Um, he's at number nine for prospects. Jack Leiter is the second highest with the 12th overall ranking. And Jordan Lawler is the third highest at 13th. And these are all from MLB Pipeline. Yeah, these are all MLB Pipeline. All right, we're going to move right into standings. Um, CM's going to lead it off with some notes about the three AL divisions, um, their standings, um, and then I'll go with the NL. We'll talk about Wilds card. So, yeah, Sam, uh, you're up with the, um, with the AL. So um, the AL East is a very tough division now because Orioles aside, everyone else really is in a race. The Blue Jays, they're low, but they, they do have a record above 500. So if they do really well, they might – it's very – they're not going to make the wild card, but they might be very close to. Um, the Yankees and Red Sox are kind of back-to-back. Um, the, the Yankees have, I'm pretty sure if I look up right now, they they have have a game or game or half a game on the Red Sox. Yeah. And then they have 72 wins, um, with the Red Sox. I, Jake, you can look this up for me. I'm pretty sure. 71. Yeah. So they're very close together. Rays are at 77, 78 wins. Um, and the Yankees actually faced the Rays the last series of the 2021 season, um, meaning that series will mean a lot for who's going to make the wild card and stuff. Yeah, and just to clarify, uh, the Boston Red Sox do have 55 losses and 71 wins. Uh, yeah. We just asking and that. How much, yeah, how much do the Yankees? So the Yankees have right the Yankees actually have two games on them. Um, uh, they have a two game lead on uh, that wild card. We'll get to that later. So you can continue. Um. Yeah. So the AL Central is still a blowout. Um. The White Sox, they're in the lead by a, a lot. Um. They're actually standings up right now. They have seventy two wins and fifty three losses. When Cleveland, who is second place in the AL Central, only is actually 500, 61 and 61. And there's and just – can I just say something real yeah, quick? Yeah, of course. So I'm just looking at the standings for the AL East. The Baltimore Orioles are 38 games back from first place. They are – their winning percentage currently is 300. They're 38 and 85. They've lost 10 straight, or sorry, they've lost 18 straight games. And their run differential, I believe, is a league leading. Not good, but it's like the lowest in the league at negative 233. So it's just a little really bad. Yeah. Um, and Jake is gonna get this too. It's get to is gonna get to this, but Actually, Jake, I'm going to wait because it's about Arizona and the Diamondbacks and how they're kind of – they're not speeding up, but they've surpassed the Orioles. Yeah. Um, back into the AL Central. For n- new sports fans and don't understand 500, what's 500? You, in or- so a 500 record yeah. is even. So it's let's, – for example, right now, Cleveland has 61 wins and 61 losses. Meaning, you do, in order to be good, you want a good amount above a 500 average to do well and to actually make good spot in the postseason. 
Um, it's it's exactly like batting average. You have you've had this I mean, many hits with this many outs. It's and it's and it's really all percentages, right? You have a total yeah, currently. Awesome. We'll take the Indians, like you said. They have 122 games. If they were to be have a winning percentage of a thousand, they would be obviously 122 and 0. If they were to have a winning percentage of zero, they'd be 0 and 122. But since it's 500, they have the same on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Minnesota. Last year, Minnesota did really good. Um, I think they made it to the ALDS, but or the wild card, but they definitely made it into the playoffs. Um, or it was the year before, but they, they were doing very good. Eliminated um, early. Yeah, but they don't do very good in the playoffs. And now they're the lowest in the AL Central, below 500 with a 54 and 70 record. Um, and I don't think it's because they lost Nelson Cruz, which they which was probably, if not one of, if not the main player on the team. They lost him, him at the trade deadline. So that could be a play with it. Also, Byron Buxton, another good player for them, is injured. So, you know, that could be a play. But another thing, if you think about it, if you look at it, they didn't start the season amazingly well, right? You think about they had Cruz, they had Bucks, and they had all these guys. They were all healthy. Mm -hmm. They didn't start the season season amazingly well. It's not like, you know, Buxton got hurt and they started going a little downhill and then Cruz was gone and they went completely downhill. They were never up there. They were sort of in the middle the entire year. It just happened that one of their best players got hurt and they traded away the other guy, and they just really went downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next, the AL West. The next, yeah, AL West. Um, um, it's tight, but it's not super tight. You the the Astros at number one with the seventy three and fifty one record. Um, you have Oakland at number two, um, and they. Have a seventy and fifty-five record. Um, they're also in a wild card race with the Yankees and the Red Sox. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Um, and same with Houston, right? Houston's not there, yet, right? What'd you say? Is Houston still racing, or is Houston? Is Houston. Houston okay? No, Houston's leading by three and a half games. So yeah, fine. so they're fine. Um, the Mariners, who is actually they're actually not doing very bad this season compared to what their team is looking like, but they they actually have an above five hundred record with the sixty seven and fifty eight. Um, the Angels now they have some pretty good players. Of course, Mike Trout is injured, but they have Shohei Otani, and then they have some like they have Justin Upton, they've um Jared Walsh. They actually had a few All Stars on their team. But they're not really performing what their players' expect, expectations are. Um, but Shohei Otani is definitely doing amazing. And, and the no, Rangers, well, yeah. And the oh, the Mariners are actually uh, three game, three and a half games out of the wild card. They're don't count them out of that race because they, as they much as they're out, out. yes, yeah, as much as they are out, they are in. They can easily make a good run. They're seven and three in their last. 10 games, they can easily start gaining momentum, sneak up on those A's, mm-hmm. sneak up on the Red Sox, even sneak up on the Yankees if they really have the momentum to do it. Yep. And then the Rangers, I mean, I can look at... Horrendous. Uh, yeah, it's not pretty for them. Yeah, I, I guess they're... Um, but to put this in perspective for how bad the Orioles and the Rangers are, or the Orioles really compared to the Rangers... So the Rangers have a negative 148 uh, run differential. The Orioles, the Ra- yeah, that's the Rangers. The Orioles mm-hmm. are still almost 100 lower than them. Yeah. They are at 233 negative, which is absolutely unheard of and horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, you want me to get into the NL? Oh, uh, yeah. So All Jake's right, going so- to the NL. This is the NL standings. Um, We're actually going to go west to east um, real quick. 
the NLS is the best division in baseball, and you can't tell me I'm wrong. And while they don't have four competitive teams, they have the two best teams in a wild card team. It's without a doubt. Yeah. They've got and the Giants. That's... They've got the Giants, who were the first team to 60, 70, and now 80 wins. Wait, Undoubtedly one of the best yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just look at the Giants record from last year? Oh, they've completely transformed that franchise. But what did they, they do, though? That's the question. Yes, they added Chris Bryant, but they were all they were so good before Chris Bryant. They basically have the same team. What did they really add to make them this good? Everyone really just improved. You have Yaz, who honestly Yaz isn't even as good as Yaz is doing. They've mm-hmm. got guys at Longo's having a good season. Obviously, Bryant's having a good season. Po- uh, sorry, not Pony. Mm-hmm. Um, Posey's got having a good season. They're all having, you know, yeah. decent seasons. None of them having the, you know, out of. Um, everyone is none of them are having out of this world seasons, but they're all having good years, they're all contributing yeah. really well to that team. Uh, in second place, there is the Dodgers. Um, obviously, again, one of the best teams in the MLB. Um, I believe the highest run differential uh, in the league. They beat teams like nobody else, a run differential of 204 positive. Um, they're nine and a half games up in that wild card. Um, so it's they are almost running away with it. It's going to be very hard for any team in that wild card to catch them. The Padres are third. They've started out very, very well. Obviously, I taught, they had Fernando Tatis. They had Manny Machado, Pham, Grisham, yep. all of those guys. And they're still healthy. Obviously, Tatis had that recent um, shoulder injury. But other than that, most of them are healthy. They're all doing well. It's just that without him, he's a leading factor at that young age that he is. Um, and he, he's going to be amazing for the years to come. But it's just they really needed him. They're obviously they're 13 games back of the Giants. Not going to make that probably. But they are one game back of that wild card. The two wild card races this year are going to be very good. Um, All right. Um, I just brought the Giants record um, from last year up. And, yes, it was a 60-game season. They were below 500. They were 29 and 31. Like they were not doing good. Yeah. So uh, the Rockies, the Rockies are in fourth place. Um, they're 57 and 67. Obviously not great. Um, but they do have you no, know, obviously for a fourth place team, they have a pretty good run differential at negative 36. If you look at other third third place teams, see the Mets are negative 24, negative 23 for the Cardinals. But, you know, they're not that bad of a team. Obviously, they're not good. They lost Arenado. Story wants out. Blackman isn't having a great season. He's having a good season, but not a great season that he could have. Um, they're not a great team, not making the playoffs almost indefinitely. They could be a lot better, but they're going to be good in a few years. And then last in that division, we have the Diamondbacks, who are officially the worst in-standing team. When I say that, I mean that – um, while they don't have the worst record in the MLB, they are the farthest away from the top. So I was talking about how the Orioles were 38 games. They're, the Diamondbacks are 38 and a half games back from the uh, San Francisco Giants at, that, at the top of that um, standings. Then we have the uh, NL Central. And I mean, the NL Central is kind of close, but it's not super close. When I say that, I mean... Milwaukee's almost indefinitely going to win this, right? They've got the best record. They're seven and a half games up from any other team in that division. 12 from St. Louis, 31 and a half from Pittsburgh, and 22 and a half from Chicago. But when I say it's close, I mean you have a second-place team in the Reds that has a very good chance of making the playoffs in that wild card. And you have veterans. You have guys like Joey Votto that can absolutely lead that team to a somewhat far playoff run if you look at it so yeah. it's going to be interesting to see the nl play out uh the cardinals obviously are supposed to be a great team not that they're a bad team but not what they were supposed to be at all yeah. negative run differential they were supposed to be top two in that central mm-hmm. their third they're bare, three games over 500 12 games back of first in the central, like, come on, everyone expected so much more. They expected Naranato to have another great season. They expected Goldschmidt and Molina. Yep. Obviously Molina is great anyway. Um, all, and Bader's having a nice season and O'Neal, but it's just not how they planned. Hopefully next year. 
uh, they'll have a good season. Then the Cubs are in fourth, uh, and the Pitts and Pittsburgh's in fifth. And rounding it out, you have we have the NL East, and there's a little interesting part of this. The Atlanta Braves um, are in first place at 68 and 56. If you put this in comparison to any other division in the MLB, they would be third in the AL West, second in the AL Central, fourth in the AL East, third in the NL Central, and third in the NL West. They are not a good team. As good as they are, as as they are in first place, they shouldn't. They're not a first place caliber team. They don't have Acuna. It just happens that that NL East is so weak. They don't have anybody except, I mean, the Mets. If you look at the Mets, DeGrom's out. Lindor's not having a great season. Everyone else is having a decent season, but it's not enough. The The Phillies have gone on a recent tear. They're, obviously, it doesn't look like it from their last 10, but Harper's just putting together a great second half. Nothing I've seen recently. And the Braves are gaining ground. Nine-game winning streak, obviously, tonight. The Yankees and the Braves clash for the first time in 120 years. Two teams with the same winning streak play um, in the battle. That game is currently at one nothing, I believe, on a John Carlos Stanton. Home um, no, it's one one. Dansby Swanson hit a home run. Okay, oh, so and by the way, I'm just saying this. The Braves. I'm looking at the players right now individually, and Austin Riley. He was not doing very good. He has 27 home runs on the year. Dansby Swanson has 25. Um, they, they've definitely improved from the beginning. Obviously, Albies and Riley and all those guys that we, we could name. But it's just like with – obviously, with Acuna, that team is so different, right? It goes yeah. from this sort of meh team. Obviously, Riley always has great – is starting to become this top, top player. Albies is this great second baseman. Uh, Freeman is obviously the best first baseman in the league. I don't think it's a question. Um, but other than that, their pitching is young, but it's not amazing. They've got pieces, but they're still young. It's a building team that'll be good for a very long time. Just they're not where anyone thought they were going to be this year. Uh-huh. All right. We can now move um, into the wild card races. The Yankees are in sole possession of the first place AL uh, wild card spot. I'll do the AL, Sam. We'll do the NL. Uh, with the Red Sox behind them, and the A's are half a game behind the Sox. So that um, race uh, is going to be very tight. Um, obviously, the Yankees sw- quick sweeping um, the uh, the Red Sox recently in that doubleheader with the game on, I believe, Wednesday um, was h- absolutely huge for them. Um, and then playing a not great team like the Twins, where they could just – beat them in a bunch of games, get a bigger lead. Uh, the Red Sox actually hit a walk-off grand slam. I believe that was Travis Shaw. Yeah, uh, today, actually. So yeah, today. today that, yeah, that was we're today. not really talking about, but, like, yeah, yeah. today. Uh, that was today. Absolutely hit the daylight out of the ball. Just got out. Wouldn't have mattered, though. Um, it's going to be a very close race, and I can hand it off to you for the national. Um, so after actually a pretty really good start to the season, well, Tatis got hurt, um, which might have actually stopped it. And now that, was, like the, that was the second half. So, we just after the All Star break, I mean, yeah, they're kind of de- um The Padres have fallen off the wild card, and now they're kind of desperate. They're putting Tatis in the outfield, and he's a really good fielder. Like, he, he's a lot he's, better in the outfield than the infield. You think? Oh yeah. Now they can they've got a lot more pieces. Now you can stick him in right. Myers isn't great. I mean he's fine, but he he's from awesome. what from what I've seen, from what I've seen from him, he does a lot better in the outfield than the infield fielding wise, yeah. obviously no different hitting wise. And now you can play with toys like like now now you gain back the possession of Hosmer, and now you can use Frazier and Cronenworth. You can put Cronenworth at short, Frazier at second, and Hosmer back at first. Or you can go, mm-hmm. you know, Frazier at short and um, and Cronenworth at second and Hosmer at first. Or you could, there's a million new things. You could even bring up CJ Abrams in the near future and put him at short, then Frazier at second and Cronenworth at first. It's a whole, putting him in the outfield gives him a lot more of a versatile sort of ability. And he can just, and the, it's a great move by, um, 
their manager. I don't remember who he is off the top of my head. Um, it's a great move, and it gives them a lot more depth um, with what they're able to do. Yeah. Um, so the Reds. Jace, um, Jace they, Tingler. No, I was just saying Jace Tingler is their manager. Sorry. Oh, their manager. The yeah. Reds, uh, they trail by a game. Um, and, and so what is their record? Uh, the Reds. Or... Oh, yeah, they're 69 and 57. So they trail yeah. by a game. No, the, no, they trail by nine and a half of the Dodgers. No, but what it what it is is that I oh, believe the that the no, the Padres are um the Padres trail trail by a game. Oh, then my notes are written. But yeah. that's the Padres trailing by a game, the Reds are in second place. Uh yeah. And the Dodgers are in a lone spot to have the first spot um, up to nine and a half games. Um, I mean, um, and that doesn't really matter. I mean, you could even take the Giants, even if the Giants blow it and the Dodgers are ramping, ramping, ramping. Uh, the Giants are still going to have a marginal lead. Um, the yeah. only matter is, you know, buys and who plays in the last version doesn't. So now we can get into the power rankings. Um, but before we do... We're going to talk about uh, some quick notable injuries uh, that have happened over the past few hours and days. Uh, Zach Britton uh, is came, uh, is now on the ten day IL for the for the Yankees. He's a lefty reliever. He has a strained left elbow. Wilson Contreras is the catcher for the Cubs. Uh, he goes to the ten day IL with a knee injury. Uh, Tim Anderson, obviously now famous for his walk-off blast at the, the Field of Dreams game. He is yeah. now on the day-to-day. He is noted as day-to-day by um, um, TLR uh, with, with a leg injury. He is not in the lineup on Monday today. And Freddie Peralta uh, is on the 10-day IL. He has a shoulder injury. And he was put on the IL a few days ago. Uh, great, you know, breakout type of guy for the, uh, the Brewers this year. So we're going to sort of, so we're going to go into the power rankings. We're going to sort of, you know, go, we're going to talk about different teams. Some we might just, obviously we're going to say every team, but some we might not talk about as much. Um, So yeah, one team is the Dodgers. I agree with it. Uh, As good as the Giants are, the Dodgers, even though they haven't won as many games, when they win games, they blow the other team out. Giants, you know, they do. They do blow out teams, but they usually beat them by two, three, four. The yeah. Dodgers, once a week, I've seen them beat a team by five or six or eight or nine or ten. Like, they're yeah. always beating teams just absolutely out of their minds. Um, they're easily, not easily, but the best team in baseball. And the Giants are very close to it, just not there, just best record. Uh-huh. So the Giants are in second uh, in the power rankings. These are recent power rankings uh, came out about a day ago uh, on MLB.com. Giants, second best team in baseball. There's literally nothing you can say to prove me wrong. They have the best record, one of the best run differentials. The entire team is doing well. Kevin Gossman's pitching out of his mind like no one predicted. There's nothing wrong with that team. It's just that, you know, run differential, if you look at it, and the Dodgers have – just happen to beat the Giants more times than the Giants beat the Dodgers. That's really it. So, uh, anything else about that? The, no. The, your team? But, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah you, nah. you want to say the next team? Uh, so, the Rays, um, they're first in the AL East, and it seems like and they're the three spot. On our power rankings, yeah. Um, yeah, on our power Wait, so, sources. Where did we get this from? MLB.com. MLB.com. Um, the Rays, great team, obviously, even though Glasnow is out for the rest of the season. This happens to them every year. You've got that guy that's hurt every year. They've got this young team. They've got, even though they lost Willie Dumas, they've got Nelson Cruz. They've got Eman Choi. They've got Randy Arozarena, who might actually go off and win the – um, I'd actually go off and win the rookie of the year after one of the best postseasons 
I've seen out of a player in my life. No, he that, no, that, that, no, no, that was the best postseason I think a player's ever had. He he made he broke not, so many records. Not well for rookies, so it's not the the best postseason, but it's the best rookie postseason of all time, no doubt about it, and one of the best postseasons of all time. He would jack balls over the fence almost every night. You would be like, did Randy hit another? Did Randy hit another? Did Randy hit another? He even came through in the World Series. Sadly, his team didn't win, but he hit another. He did He hit another, and he hit another. He did amazing. It's just, you know, that whole team is built of this and that and this and that, and they all do well, almost guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Astros in the fourth spot, obviously, the Cheaters. Um, Everyone knows them for that. They're still a they're they're still a great team. There's yeah, absolutely they're, they're, no doubt. There's no denying it. They, now Altuve, the question is, are they cheating? No. <laughs> Altuve is Altuve is still obviously doing well. Correa is doing well. Guriel is doing well. Bregman's doing well. What's his name? Um, Jordan Alvarez is hitting like a monster, like he does. He's healthy. It's a whole thing. They as much as the cheating hurt them, it also motivated them. And you can see that by the way they play. They're hitting the ball. They're making great fielding plays. They're pitching well. Granky is throwing well. I mean, he's the modern-day Greg Maddox. There's nothing about it. Um, I don't know. I think Justin Verlander is currently pitching a lot. I don't know if he's hurt or not. All of these guys, they're doing so well. Um, clearly, the four spot should be in the top five. And if they're not for you, they should be in the top three. Uh, and if they're not, I think you're crazy. Um, Brewers in the five spot. The Brewers have the best pitching. One of the yeah, my no, eyes, I think the best pitching. And Maya is the best performed pitching in the league this year. Definitely. Corbin Burns might win Cy Young. Brandon Woodruff might win Cy Young. Freddie Peralta might win Cy Young. Devin Williams might win might win reliever of the year, and Josh Hader might win reliever of the year. All of those guys can pitch out of their minds on a day-to-day basis. You can go start this season and you'll have a one, two, three punch of almost impossible guys to hit. You'll have to go, let's whatever team they started out against. Now you have to face Corbin Burns, who throws gas and strikes everybody out. Brandon Woodruff, another great pitcher. He pitches so well most of the time. And Freddie Peralta, who I believe also throws absolute gas for that team. And they were all all-stars. They're all all-stars, and they're so good. They are undoubtedly the best pitching team this year. And then you even talk to the hitting. Willie Adamez playing a great shortstop, not just fielding, hitting, base running. Christian Yelich is on a very recent tear. Like, oh, yeah, what? like he broke out of a streak like three days ago, and now he's doing phenomenal. There's like nothing you can say that doesn't tell me the Brewers are top five team. Like they're just they just are nothing about it. Um, you can't speed this like, up a little bit because we've talked about most of Um, the White Sox and the the White Sox, Yankees and Braves are the six, seven, and eight teams. Yankees and Braves both have nine game winning streaks. Um, obviously both great for those teams. The White Sox are just a great team. Lynn is should go out there and win Cy Young. Giolito's mm-hmm. pitching well. All of these, they have, in my eyes, the best bullpen in the league. They got Kopech, Bummer, Crochet, Hendricks, Kimbrell, all of these guys that you can go to guy to guy to guy to guy to guy and win the game. It's just that easy for them. Um, The Yankees, obviously, they're the Yankees. Very recent nine-game winning streak. Stanton's hitting bombs. Voight's probably the MVP of that win streak. He's hitting so well. He's got home runs, triples, doubles, singles, RBIs for days on end this year. Um, Judge is hitting well. Cole's pitching yep. well. Gill is yep. having, Gill is having one of the best rookie pitching seasons I think I've seen in a very long time. He's yep. pitching, what is it? It's like 14, 15 straight scoreless innings. He pitches tonight, I think, or tomorrow or something. I'm well, see. okay, we'll see because I'm not sure if Yankees manager Aaron Boone is the biggest fan of him. Or, well, no, this is more um, the general manager, Brian Cashman, because he keeps going up and down. So he's, he's in the majors, and then he's not anymore, and he's in the minors. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with him. So he was really a COVID guy. He was brought up because of COVID. 
Cole had Cole got COVID. Montgomery got COVID. All these guys got COVID. So he was brought up. He was probably that top pitching prospect. Now he's in the majors. It just happens that he threw five straight score, six straight scoreless in his first seven, then five straight scoreless in next. And it's yep. just he's just ha- happening to have this great season. And you just can't put a guy back in the minors like that. He's having a great season. Get the get that momentum rolling. Those are free wins. Every time he comes out on the mound, you can have confidence in him. Except he's only pitched two times. Three times. Three times. Do we have three enough times. evidence? Do we have enough evidence in those three starts? Zero ERA, right? Zero ERA. Yeah. Zero do, ERA. Do we have enough evidence in those three starts to say? This guy, he is a good pitcher. Uh, who yeah. are those three starts again? Who are those three starts again? One of them was the Twins. I believe one of them was the Red Sox. Um, give me one second to look that up. Um... Because if they're, if they're like not great teams, and by the way, runs did score off of him. It's just because the fielding didn't back him up and they made errors. No, no, no. It's it's scoreless. No, he no no runs up scored. Really? He is currently one and oh. He's pitched three games, fifteen innings, eighteen strikeouts, and a one whip. Um we'll see. If he pitches more he's, and he's had goes. he's had nine hits let up, no runs. Uh he's walked seven. His average against so bat, people batters hitting against him is 0. 0.158. Um, he's the guy. If it's game five and the series is like two two, I want him on the mound. You can save the pitchers. You know what I'm saying. You can save. If it's the Yankees, he'll probably be their five starter in the playoffs. If he makes that roster. I want him, I want him in game five. You got Cole in game one, all those guys in games two, three, and four. He is a very good game five guy. He can lock it down, I believe. I might not be the only one that believes that after three starts. He looks so promising. He can throw the ball hard. He hits his spots well. He has great break on his pitches, on his different pitches. I mean, I don't know what they're really and another thing, he likes Higashioka. I love that. Any catcher on the Yankees who likes Higashioka, I like them because all of these catchers like Gary Sanchez can't hit, can't play defense, can't really do anything. Well, Gar- for- okay, I mean, I'm not a Gary Sanchez fan, but I think Gary Sanchez is heating up. He's heating up. With the up. chances that but here, but here's the thing. is giving him. But here's the thing. So is Higgy. Higgy is the best defensive catcher on that team. Yeah. He's still a very contempt hitter on that team like it's just like the defense like they're probably give or take equal in hitting in hitting you know so the what's the factor the factor is defense and the factor is clutch hitting and if you look at it Kyle Higashioka is on this recent tear where he's driving in this run and that run and this run and that run he's RBIing whenever he's up up at the plate he hit a home run He's getting close. He's ground rule doubling. Like, I don't even know, you know, where it ends. And he's a great defensive guy. He makes stops behind the plate that Gary Sanchez could only dream of sometimes. It's just, I I prefer Higashioka over Sanchez a lot. Yeah. That's just me. Um, And then you have the Braves at the eight spot. Nine game winning streak as well. Sorry, the Braves. Sorry, the Braves. Yeah, the Braves at eight. The A's at nine. The Reds at ten. The t- uh, the ra- the Reds heating up. Watch that for them. The Padres are at el- the Padres are at eleven. Uh, the Red Sox are at twelve. The Blue Jays are at thirteen. The Phillies are at fourteen. Watch out for Bryce Harper. Might went come up, sneak up, yep. and win that MVP. He might just do it. And the Cardinals are at fifteen. Sam, I'll let you take it away from the back fifteen. Um. So the Mariners, like we said earlier, are doing pretty good. They're at sixteen. The Mets, they're not doing very good, but. I mean, the teams behind them aren't doing very good either. So at 17, Angels are at 18. 19 is the Indians. They are second, and they're 19. Um, and, and we're just going to look at that real quick. And they, they are 12 spots behind the first-place team in the power rankings. Yeah. You want to hear the NL West? One spot behind. Dodgers, Giants. You want to hear... 
the AL East, you can look at the Rays, the Rays and the Yankees. That's like what? That's four spots, three spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I mean, and even like the the NL East, the Braves, and let's see, next team after the Braves is the Phillies. That's six spots. No team is as is as skillfully diverse as the AL Central. Yeah. Um, and then we have. Uh, Tigers at 20. The Tigers at 20. Rockies at 21. I'm not gonna. I mean, I mean, never mind. I was gonna tell you something about Coors Field, but that that they ain't doing anything. No, you can't. That, that ain't helping him. That ain't that ain't happening. That no, ain't helping. not at all. Um, the Twins. Well, no, Marlins at 22, and then the Twins all the way low at 23. Like we said earlier, they had a, they made the postseason the last two years. Three years, maybe. The Cubs at 24. Royals at 25. Um, Nationals, they lost. Mad Max and Trey Turner. They're at 26. Now, um, I'm just going to say something. Yeah. Who, in your opinion, is the best shortstop in the league? This is a very long-going debate. Who it is. You know, because, who trust it. me, someone would say Tatis, but he ain't a shortstop anymore. But if he is a shortstop. But he he's not. I I looked up earlier. Trey Trey Turner is leading the league in batting average. He's fast. How about, how about, okay, here's here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. Imagine Fernando Tatis is still a shortstop. Who's the best short? Who's the best shortstop? Trey Turner for me. Yeah. He's got speed. He can field better than Tatis. He's not making three, power. He's not he's not making three hours a game. He's got power. He can run the bases obviously really well. He can hit for average, hit for power. Uh, he just makes pitchers work. I've seen a lot where he just, he just fouls it off and then just hits a single or hits a double. Now he's on base, and it's almost like a Jackie Robinson effect. Now this pitcher's scared, and boom, it's a whole thing. So yeah. I do so hardly think that he is the best shortstop in the league. Uh-huh. And you can argue me, but I think it's true. Um, The Rangers? Uh. Oh wait, Otto. Do we do you think Shohei Otani is overrated? No, never. He is. People will say that, but when you look at the stats, he is the first player in I don't know how long. I think he's the first player ever since Babe Ruth. Hit, maybe so, since Babe Ruth, but to win, I think he's got eight wins on it. To win, to hit, to. Have twenty. Uh, he doesn't have twenty, but but he'll get there. Twenty stolen bases, forty home runs, and a winning pitching season. He's got to be the first ever. If he if he reaches that twenty stolen base mark, it's got to be the first ever. Like I don't yeah. even. There's no way he is the top. He is a top five player in the league now. After this season, he's proved himself hitting. We've never seen him pitch after this season. You know, facing teams where. It's not like the teams that he's faced are bad. The Astros are a very, like, very good team. The A's have good power bats. They've got Chapman. They've got Loriano, and they've got Olsen. They've got all these teams. It's not like they're playing bad teams, and he's just pitching out of it, and he's just barely pitching well. It's just they're play, mm-hmm. pay, pay, playing bad teams. He's facing good teams usually some of the time. He's just pitching so well. He's top five player in the league. I don't even know what else to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he's better than Mike Trout? No. Or the- it's <laughs> it's still not really close just because Otani, we've only seen a lot of we haven't we've barely seen any proven stuff yeah, we, from him. Yeah. We have, but not as much as Trout. Trout's hit for average almost every year I've seen. He's hit for power almost every year I've seen. He he won freaking MVP like three years straight or two years straight. It's like crazy it's so hard to oh. overtake that guy yeah. DeGrom is the DeGrom is the number two player in the league Otani has not yet passed DeGrom because of DeGrom's dominance as good as Otani is at the plate he's and as good as good as he is on the slab he's not as good as DeGrom DeGrom is just too good he yeah. hits he, he not even hit, hit what the hell am I saying he can he hit so he can hit he came out of shortstop from Stetson University as a shortstop he can hit he can pitch lights out for a million years in a row. Now, yes, he can battle, and he's battled injuries, 
for the past few years. But other than that, this man, Jacob deGrom, is the best pitcher in the MLB and a top three player should be top two. Yeah. Um, where are we? Pirates. Uh, Pirates? Yep. Uh, the Pirates at 28. Like we said, the Diamondbacks, worst team, 29. And the Orioles are at 30. Um, I mean, for a team that has a guy, we're going to talk about the Orioles real quick. For a team that has a guy like Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins is one of my favorite outfielders in baseball. He, really? for, he hits for average. He hits for power. He can field the ball. He can run the bases. What else do you want from a guy? He's got a little bit of speed in there too. Like, I don't even know what else you want. We have seen flashes of that Cedric Mullins guy, you know, of him being great. We saw a little bit of that in 2020, a little bit of that in 2019, but we never saw him get his full potential. That was like maybe 20%. This is 60%. This is 80%. This is him getting closer to unlocking that type of guy who's a top three outfielder in the league who might be a number the number one player in the league in years to come when Trout retires and DeGrom's gone. He's so close to unlocking that he just has to get there. And I mean, I don't really know what else to say. So I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's it for um August 23rd. That uh, is the first episode Monday, August 23rd, 2021. Of the fastball. On the fastball with Jake, Sam and Jake. Uh, we went through on a quick recap today. We went through the AL and NL scores from Sunday, August twenty second, two thousand twenty one. Mm-hmm. We went through the recent um, power rankings. We talked about Miguel Cabrera uh, and his five um, hundredth home run and how he's forty five hits away from three thousand. How long he might play? We talked about new prospects. We talked about some prospect news. Uh, we talked about standings, the wild card. So it was a pretty good episode. So. Thanks for tuning in, but and we'll I'll see you next time.